Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. And we're off. Good morning, everyone. It's a brisk morning, isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. Nice. We're all happy to be out. It's golden into the morning. Shiny and cold. Morning, Passing gentlemen. Garage. All right, mate. So we're heading north from uh, my drum, Newington Green, and we're going to go through Clissold Park, but not round and round it for a change. And uh, up past the old Woodbury Down Nature Reserve, Finsley Park, Highbury Field. Don't run across the bridge. Oh, yeah, well, we're going to run across the bridge and try, so, and, no, try and find someone to have a row with. Birds. Very good. Because of the nights. <laughs> so, um, um, and uh, this is. Uh, I'm going to get a picture of us coming up the alley. Can you hear screaming kids? Nice. Screaming children have just seen us. Uh, it's not my uh, daughter. The men! The men! <laughs> <laughs> the running men! It's <laughs> a little bit too real. Um. This is yeah my uh, still my daughter's school but oh, okay fantastic no longer any of the other children get a picture get a picture I'm going I'm going it was quite good here we go so ask me about my shoes I've noticed those shoes yeah what's the story I've never seen you in, this, in them before well what's these I, I now own four pairs of running shoes oh that's great yeah none of them are any good right well these are good. They look kind of, they look quite kind of bouncy trailies. Sort They're of. my trail shoes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I got them for my mountain running in the summer. Yeah. And then why don't we just take a quick pick of them? I think I just got them. Have you? Oh. Action shot. Look at that. Oh no, maybe not. Who knows? Certainly look like a nutter running along. That's a technical term, nutter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the running nutters, miss. So. <laughs> so, so you got them for the mountain run this summer, then? Yeah, and they, and I had those uh, Nike Lunar Eclipse, which I'd sourced on the internet to match my favourite ever shoes, and they didn't work out. They're no good. They hurt my feet. Right. So I started using my old Asics. You went back Warby to Yorkshire. They're a bit old. They hurt my feet. Right. So, so all your trainers seem to be hurting your feet. Yeah, and you got to jump. You know, you can't. Uh, Wait around all the time for perfect conditions, you know. So I went out in Birmingham last week. Right. And uh, tried some on and found some more Asics. They were slightly more expensive, actually, because they were all like one wo- one weave. They're so tried expensive. Tried them on, on the running machine. Yeah. I thought, these are good. They're interesting because they're a half size smaller than my usual size. Okay. But they seem really great. Bought them. Wore them for a run. And they nearly killed me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, good. If I want to become a geisha, those are the shoes. <laughs> but but now I'm running them, you know. Right. They're ruined. They're basically. Yeah, you can't take them sit back. in the cupboard, yeah. costing me the best part of 150 quid for the rest of time. What size though? Uh, nine and a half. Right. Well, surely that's a shout out. Yeah. Any yeah, anyone who wants a really nice pair of Asics, size what, nine and a half. What kind of Asics? Do we can we remember? <laughs> are they just expensive Asics? Yeah. They're, they're, you can tell they're good ones because the colours are horrible. <laughs> so are you willing to do those at a discount? A running commentary discount? No, I want them a like for like. I only want them once. 
I think there's a running commentary shoe. They yeah. probably appreciated. Yes. So yeah, so I'm in these uh, trail shoes, my red Salomons, which are light trail. They're not like heavy. Right. I did briefly own. They never wore some trail shoes where it was like they're basically like snowshoes, like two planks of wood with trainers sellotaped on top. These are much lighter than oh, that. Cool. Yeah, I like them. They're, they're the. Uh, Turns out they're the best shoes I've got. Oh, they've got. That's fantastic. Which is a bit of a shame. They look, are they quite light? They look quite light. Yeah, they're not bad at all. I bought myself a new pair as well. Whoops. Bit of excitement. Kind of reversing car near Cliss Old Ledger Centre. We've got a bit of a trainer off because I'm modelling some new trainers as well this morning. Right, I'm going to get a picture of those. So tell us about them. These are my. <laughs> Should we get a static picture? Okay. Right, all shoes in that case. I get mine in this one. Ooh. They're yeah. my Brooks. They're Brooks, right? They're Brooks G GTLs Turbo Diesel. <laughs> and Did you make up that name, or is that a real thing? <laughs> I don't know what. They are. But the Brooks, I tell you, it's so vacuous. Why I bought them? I bought them because I saw some bloke at uh, London Heathside who wears them. Yeah. And I just thought, I'll just have them. They look really comfy. Yeah, yeah. And he's really good. And when you look at shoes... maybe if I'll wear them, I'll be really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's that bit we said they look up, really comfy, that was a fib, wasn't it? But just because you wanted to get the shoes from the good guy. <laughs> I was yeah. tempted to get those really big, cushiony hockers. We've just come into Clessel Park. Look at it. It's really nice. It's gorgeous. <laughs> have you seen those hockers? hockers. They seem to be the ones that are... I've seen that, that Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller, Meet the Hawkers. That's it. It's the, it's the prequel to Meet the Meet the, Fockers, the Hawkers. <laughs> okay. But I think all the ultras are wearing... Isn't it what the New Zealand rugby players do just before the... They, some, some of them do the hockers. They some of them the wear hockers hockers while doing the hack. Isn't it what I was doing during my cold this week? <laughs> I noticed when we went for a run with, uh, with Chan, she was wearing a hocker. Right. They look incredibly comfortable but really built up heel they look a sort of they look a bit special in the kind of you mean a bit in that medicinal, a little bit yeah they look a little bit kind of built shoe. up yeah, um, yeah. but I've heard nothing but good things about them so if anyone's like the wearing ones a Bart Simpson has in that episode you know, he goes and gets all his treatments yes <laughs> just like that and apparently uh, they're just massively popular so I'm quite keen if anyone's got a bit of massively hocker feedback about the uh, well if about we're the hocker because I'm always in, I need good cushioning I've also had Mizuno's uh, recommended yeah Mizuno um, but look, my last pair well you get your trainers and hopefully if they're all good you can use them on rotation unfortunately yours none of them are any good no no that's right but the ideal is to have a few rolling isn't it no if I had one pair that were really great I would chuck all the rest just so I get out of the habit of using them yeah I wouldn't chuck them and recycle them but you know of course yeah. I mean my ideal would be to swap mine maybe if someone say oh, I've got some really nice shoes but they're just slightly too big for me size 10 you know like a swap shop so this is actually become a call out for a running commentary kind of swap shops you know? yeah that's right that's what you are you touting these ASICs out for yeah I mean I don't think we should include Noel Evans in this no because apparently what's he done releasing an album of music for plants as, as so it. I don't think I want to interact <laughs> with him but, um, so, by the way, we're coming straight through Clissel Park. We've come through it, come down it, we're going to leave it again. Gorgeous though it is. We've been around here enough times, haven't we? So give us feedback if you're wearing hockers while, you, while you're listening to this, because yeah. I am interested in I think it was Dave phenomenon. Williams said about the Mizunos. And right. I was looking at them in a the shop, and they look really good. Yeah, my but I'm done now, because I plump for my ASICs, and they don't fit, and I spent my money, and that's that. And you found these? Yeah. We, and they're Solomons. I've heard good things about Solomons as well. Yeah, very wise. It's great, isn't it? That there's Salomon. all these, all these trainers. Yeah. Um, what's I going to say? I'm feeling quite good about trainers. I'm not. I mean, tell me. This is nice to be out, but I've been You've ill. You've been ill. Tell me what's going on. Because I said, uh, your listeners will remember, I said, right, I'm going to take first four weeks of November, which of course is the massive majority of November. Yes. I'm going to stop drinking. Take it easy on eating. Do a steady exercise. Yeah. Try and maybe lose a couple of pounds and get fit. Get a base fitness. Yeah. Yes. And my buddy said, what's that? Taking a bit of a break. And I took on board a massive cold. But um, your body just collapsed. Really. Just went. It just let, let me down. And uh, it was also really hungry cold. 
So I just, for a few days, I was like, I can't, I need so much food. Just putting it in, skipping runs, weighed myself, it was not a happy weigh-in. Right. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't great on the way. Okay. I don't know if these, you can... These scales, right? I don't know if you can read. Darling. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been fiddling with Have the... Have you been with the kids? been on this calibration. Because <laughs> it was like I put... Oh, it was like a... I did the way in ahead of the hell tip. Right. And I thought it was going to be a bit steep. But I was like... Maybe a pound over my weight. It was great. Yeah, that's fine. That's nothing. And then... Uh, in the week to the next way, and I weigh myself on a Monday. I put on half stone. I think, I mean, I don't know if that's even it's possible. It's amazing how much weight. It must have been actual You can put on chips. over the weekend though, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Just by scoffing and not exercising. <coughs> but are, are, are you still not boozing? Not boozing. Well, that's great, mate. Yeah, but it's annoying because, you know, it's supposed to stop me late night snacking. Yeah. Take away calories in itself. Plus, you know... We don't need to dig too deep into the state of the world, but put it this way. On Wednesday, I did consider getting drunk. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I stood a lot of people, but um, yeah. maybe... Uh, I wonder whether your body didn't let you down, but maybe your body was trying to tell you something wrong. Maybe you've been pushing it too far away from alcohol. Well, I don't know. I mean, what is that when you stop doing something and your body gets ill anyway? I know. What is that about? Absolutely. Well, more um, prosaically and slightly... You know, I think I don't want being a vegan to be weakening me. And I really feel like over the year that it hasn't, you know, I feel great in that marathon and yeah. And you know, eating well and feeling fit. But I worry about my immune system. I've been looking at what in particular what uh, vitamins and things you need to keep the obviously it's vitamin C and stuff, but you need your vitamin D and your right. zinc and stuff like that. In and do you get that in your vegan diet? Well, I started taking a supplement, and I'm also just trying to eat well and stay diverse. Right. Well, I do think it's a bit of a fallacy that, you know, beef is the only way to get fit. But on the other hand, it's a really good way of getting, for example, iron. You know what I mean? So, But I didn't eat beef anyway. So, so how can you get your iron in a vegan diet? What do you eat? <coughs> Green vegetables have it. Yeah. Spinach and broccoli, but you know, they don't have it like a cow does. No, no. We're just uh, by the first lake. What the, uh, oh, look, cormorant overhead. See that? See that? They look beautiful. We're getting into a bit of nature now. I'm feeling quite loose, actually, for the first time in a couple of weeks. You not, think not, you're not so stiff. I just feel fully so recovered. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Have you done any running this week? I did a short run on Monday. Then I did an incredibly. Difficult track session on Tuesday, my first one for about five weeks. Give us the rundown. It left me. uh, It was a club session. Yeah. It was, they call it a pyramid session. Right. Which is not as hard as it sounds. You don't actually just build a pyramid. Yeah, you build it, (laughs) then you die, and you (laughs) You go go inside it for 5,000 years. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Thanks. You do 1,600 metres. Yep. Then 1,200. Then 800. Then 400. And then you drive your mum's old 1,100. And you do you do two sets of that. A little car, bit of car comedy there for car fans. Look at that. Have you seen this? Sorry to stop, but my goodness. That is beautiful, yeah. If that doesn't end up on Instagram by the end of the day, I'm really not sharing this thing right. And I kind of... uh, I held it together during the first set, and then during the second set, I had to... Just miss a couple of laps. I just couldn't do it. I hadn't done it for a while. And where do you sit? You're kind of somewhere sick. in the middle of the group. Somewhere in the middle of the group, yeah. Yeah. But not as quick as I was before <coughs> the marathon. Yeah. You just lose that speed endurance really quickly. But it yeah. was amazing. I really enjoyed it. No, it's but testament to, uh, to running that when you leave it, you immediately feel it fall away. I think that's a sign <laughs> of any good exercise, <laughs> is that when you don't do it, you lose it. It's a tougher straight. I mean, in terms of endurance, I always feel... That we could go out and just run 15 miles. Yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. But but running running five miles quick yeah. is a bit different, isn't it's it? It's the alternatives, isn't it? And it just goes to show how strengthening those things are. Because I have that also. I totally agree with pace, with short, fast runs. But it's the same with other exercises as well. Press-ups and sit-ups right. and planking and things. That's tough, You warm up, they're great. And then the moment you don't do them... And the next just time go. you do them, your body goes, no, no. You said we weren't doing those. So we left those skills yeah, yeah, behind. Because some people, after a marathon, they don't take a month off like this. <coughs> they, they, they kind of, 
you know, they'll run a race two weeks later, or they'll be. Do you know what I mean? They yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. just something they do. But I kind of take it maybe a bit too epically. I don't know. I just think yeah, yeah. I really need a rest after this. Well, I think if we're totally honest with ourselves, I think we think of ourselves as being very steady and pretty fit. And from a point of view, we are. But we're very bust and boom. Yes, we are. We like to go in really intense and then leave it. And then come off Drink and not drink. Yeah. Eat beans and then eat pies and pies and pies and pies. You go vegan, I go vegan. All the other way around. Everyone goes vegan, I think. (laughs) You just say vegan. (laughs) (laughs) But that's fun for all of us. Here we are, crossing from the West Reservoir to the East Reservoir. Hoping there's someone here to... Bit of a tricky border, that one. Not to run. Still open, as, as, as we... You run past it. Here we so, go. This is where we. Oh, there is someone there. Let, let's oh, see how this has a word. Right? We don't want no trouble. I'll try running, but expect, pull a face. Pull a face. Expect confrontation. Don't do one of your faces. He's worried about it because there's a lady over there. See. We're gonna try it. Gently. We just go gently. Hey. Oh, not right now. But thank you. Thank you. Our members are allowed to run. She actually didn't say anything. No, she invited, she us, to, she invited us to join. That's nice. That that is really nice. Nice. This is the wonderful Woodbury Wetlands. You'll have heard us talking about it before. It's so good. Um, the mighty David Attenborough opened this place, which is pretty impressive. What a nice woman, though. That's what she's doing this morning. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's, she's just standing out in the sun. There is hope in the join. world, isn't there? Absolutely. Look at these cormorants over there on the island drying themselves out. See them? Yeah, it looks like Jurassic Park. It's really good. I'm going to zoom in. See the cormorants in the middle there? That is something. Have you, did you watch Planet Earth 2 the other day? I didn't, but my kids said I heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it was really good. Really yeah. incredible TV. Although I was wondering if that kind of thing hasn't got a bit more simplistic than... So aren't we through the show then? It's, it's Attenborough. Attenborough's gone around the world. Yeah. And, you know, take a theme each episode. They do this thing now, you know, where they, they obviously, it's very kind of post-internet, very meta. Right. Where have got this amazing, amazing nature footage where they have to watch them for ages and get the filming. And then right. at the end, they've got the diaries that show you how they got them. Okay, right. So, what, are, we are, we? are we? Are we? Are we going? No. Go on, then. You've got your trail shoes. All right. You're right. I've got my trail shoes. We should take the Woodland Trail. He's not wrong. So... You know, so they're much more... They're, they're beholden to be uh, honest yeah. in a way that they didn't used to be. You know, everything has to be true. Whereas There's no faking it. Yeah, whereas those old Disney films, you know, the one where the elephants got drunk. Right. They basically made it up. Okay, cool. Pushed the lemmings off the cliff and all that stuff. Anyway, I think in spite of that, and it's really amazing TV, right, event TV, but it is very... Uh, it's still anthropomorphic. Do you know what I mean? He's making you're on the side of, sort of thing. you make these animals who are parents. You worry about them. The ones that are predators are the baddies. You worry about the kids. Right. It's yeah. all very. That's, that's should be quiet. This man's having a brilliant quiet time. Yeah, that's what he's talking to me. I yeah. thought he's meditating. But yeah. he's <laughs> sitting chatting to someone. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like to take phone calls while I'm meditating. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that. that we thought a he was some kind of. Guru type figure. That's right. We, we would have worshipped him. I think he was just barking about markets in Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> so go on then. Sorry, Thank goodness I had the... my trail shoes as we leave the Woodland Trail. That was pretty tough trail. <laughs> <laughs> nice little diversion. So go on, talk me through this. Yeah, so, so, so you start to emotionally identify with the animals. Yeah, and then when you watch the show, it's vignettes. You know, like it's a brilliant bit the other day about this uh, slope who heard a female sloth but she was across the water so he swam across amazingly like a human with his cheerful little sloth face we love sloth so don't we oh yeah and then got to the other side and found a female sloth but it was the wrong one had a baby already and it's like that and I don't know when I was little you know uh, what was it called life on earth yeah and then the living planet they were a bit more education, weren't they? A bit more, right. a bit more academic, like civilization and the world at war. You know, it came out of that 20th century TV. You feel it's a bit too managed. Yes. A bit too after an emotional response kind of thing. Yeah, a bit, a bit too twee. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's really good. Right. Yeah, a glib is, you know, because that's sort of negative. I just think that it's, they've 
got gone all in for that, you know, right. for the emotional resonance. Right. And it's, uh, as a result, it's less informative and a little bit harsh, you know. Watching it with the family. Yeah. There was this stuff about crabs. And there's ants that have uh, uh, colonised the edge of this island. The whole show was about islands. Right. And these ants were brought there by man. And uh, the crabs have got no defences because they haven't evolved to deal with them. So these crabs heading back to the sea to have their babies. These ants come. Right. Squirt acid into their eyes. Yeah. And they focus on this crab. Confused and disoriented. It died. Right. And then the ants ate it. And they kind of focused on this crab and talked a little bit in a quite an oblique way about how it was people's fault and stuff. Daisy, her daughter. Yeah. Oh, she's crying. Oh, no. She was so oh, sad no. for this crab. And I just think, and I feel... I, it's very... I'm like a dad animal on the program defending my young. Yeah. I thought she's been emotionally manipulated into that. Here we see Deering in his There's natural habitat. <laughs> yeah. Protecting the young. Protecting the young. And she cries and cries and cries. Realities of ant infestation. There's a crab on the telly. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's no way back. It was depressing. This cab yeah. got done over and it had no defence. But wasn't that real nature, though? Yeah, it wasn't yeah, that it was. sort of educational, but it's a bit too tough. It's nature red in tooth and claw, but you kind of think, how many other, you know, there's plenty of little animals dying out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, an isolated incident. Okay, so we've come round Woodbury Down. We're picking up the little stretch of, uh, two little stretches of Ooh. canal. Absolutely gorgeous, but... We should watch out for uh, substance abusers. Yes. And other such. But luckily, we, we have the, the duck patrol oh, to take that. care of us in case it kicks off. These ducks, my lord. It's a mallard, my lord joke's terrible. Thank goodness I've got my trail shoes. Here in North London, the trails can get pretty tough. This is my. Listen, I'm not going to belabor the point. This is my first run where I've actually felt sort of pain-free post-marathon, no aches and pains. Yep. I feel okay. Oh, yeah, I am, um, uh, I feel fat. I feel like I'm recovering from my cold. Yes. Yep. My knees hurt. Yep. And I need new shoes. My uh, Actually, if I get to the end of this run and my right foot doesn't hurt, there's been some development there. <laughs> but um, I think... It's Medically, good to be fat in the winter, though, no. to warm up. You're gonna because you always lose weight. You lose weight fairly quickly when. That's you, easy for you to say. I've no, got but do you though? The fat me is kind of behind the door of every room, right? Waiting to take my life over again. Do you feel that sometimes? Do you feel I a feel temptation the or a psychological temptation to? No, I think in, I think in the cold light of day, it's very unlikely to happen. Yeah, but I don't think it will. It's a bit like a, being a recovering alcoholic. You can't ever. Fully let your guard down. It's, to be honest, it's like I'll me. I'll be on yellow alert forever. To be honest, it's like me with various substances. It's like... What, some cheese? No, that's well. me. We're still on me. Whoa. Crossing the uh, Seven Sisters Road. It's quite a big road. Although, that's an ambitious milk float. That's not something you see every day. Anyway. Hey, milk float. Yay! Yes! <laughs> Our kids love a milk float. No, but that sort of uh, that sort of lifestyle party lifestyle thing, yeah, which I no longer do, but a lot of my mates do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of there if you want it. I think also you, you just kind don't of want it anymore. You see the negative, and that doesn't necessarily. You kind of think if I if I ever turn, if there's ever an unhappiness, you know, say you were injured and you couldn't run, yes, or, yeah, 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 you know, something, some kind of setback in life, you worry that it's there. You know, it's like a come on, Rob, superstition. On, really. You know, when I run yeah. a long run, uh, when I'm in the marathon or something, and you see people stopping, pulling up, you know, injured or whatever, it gives you the fear. It just gives you that sense of what could happen. Yes, and yeah. you know, I've seen myself at a buffet. I know what could happen. Yeah, you know, <coughs> you know where it could end. Also, at more basic level, having a Respiratory stuff makes me feel fat because I'm chesty. Right. If I get an allergic reaction or a cold, anything that I can feel in my uh, uh, sort of nose and face and tubes, I don't really notice it in my lungs. Instead, I just feel like I'm carrying around this. It just makes you feel mighty a bit torso, like a yeah. barrel. So, because uh, actually, you know, I'm still pretty trim. 
that's a great thing when you when you get really <coughs> fit, isn't it? Yeah. That sort of uh, you just feel like your muscle and air. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of. There's nothing extraneous to what you need. Yes, that's right. It's a really nice feeling. And, and ultimately, for me to be really fit, there's a balancing act. You know, I think I have been. It's hard to imagine, and I didn't see it at the time, Morning Magpie. But I've been below my optimum weight, you know? Yes. Certainly in terms of what we want to do with our lives, in terms of doing marathons and things. I've been a lot lighter and less muscular than I was when I got my marathon PB, you know? Right. Physiologically, I'm more of a... You know, I'm, I'm, I should be slightly beefy. Yes. I'm more of a... And you think that that makes you a bit faster? Yeah. That strength, that upper body strength. Yeah, absolutely. I can carry those, those, those muscles and fat reserves help me. Probably in another life, I'd have been more like one of those shorter distance bullish, you know, like a tractor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, running with a guy years ago who couldn't handle the distance, but he was amazing on the hills, you know. That kind of thing. Just a bit of, bit, bit of moment's peace. There's some alley pally over there. There's some great birds. You've seen a bunch of magpies, some more hens up ahead. Sun's still shining. There's more hens jumping into the water. See you later. I think that's all of them, although we might see some uh, more eagles. Hens. Yeah. You kind of killed my joke with your eagles. <laughs> <laughs> see some what? Some more? Some more hens. Some more hair. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, well, I, I, in terms of booze, I made. I had a bit of a tough phone call to make over the weekend, which is very rare for me to have to make one. What was it? Well, I'm doing this this 10 minute comedy thing with Sky. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Which is great. It's a lovely thing to be working on, and I'm writing it, and I'm in it, and it's great. Yeah. And I got a mate into direct it. Right. And it wasn't just wasn't working with him. And I had to ring him and and just say this isn't working. <coughs> and the fact, the truth is, to be honest, he probably felt the same and wasn't bothered at all. <coughs> yeah, but because he's like made features and he does loads of stuff and he's like always busy. But here's me. Massively overthinking it. Yeah, yeah. But it was a call I had to make. No, it's a real thing. I mean, I think if you don't, dear listener, if you don't walk the same path, as have a similar kind of working life to us. Which is sort of almost no work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're the talent. <laughs> Did you hear him call himself the talent? <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, um, it is, uh, it's relationships, isn't it? Yeah. I'm I remember a- when I um, got rid of my first agent who... You know, I'd been with for 10 years and was an old friend, probably slightly more, you know, of a big... But it, it's so much like breaking up with someone. Yes. It's hopefully the closest I'll ever come to a divorce. And because we're... Some people, of course, have these chats all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I can count them on one hand, the amount of chats I've had like that in, in my life. But if you're anything like me, you, you know, know? <laughs> you chose this life... To avoid that kind of yes, thing. Yes, because I'm rubbish at it. Yeah, exactly. Anything like confrontation. Yeah. Not that it was, to be honest. He was fine. He just said, yeah, fine. I just yeah, created yeah. a massive drama Yeah, he about just it. said, yeah, fine. Yeah, Don't fine, worry about it. Yeah, whatever. I'm all right with it, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Do your own thing. Um, but it was just... Here we go. We're going to make it here, now. Are we? Good. Okay. And um, <laughs> you realise how much you scared that man on the bike. <laughs> Hit now! That's what he said. Here, now! He was basically shouting into the face of a cyclist he was about to run behind. <laughs> that whimpering. cyclist has now soiled himself. But anyway, after I made this, this uh, have this chat... Uh, I, uh, that was, sorry, that was us crossing green lanes and we're going into Finsbury Park. Which is really nice. Obviously. Really nice. After I've Although I saw a rat here the other day. Yay! <laughs> More hens. Magpies. Rats. Life. Life. So you got drunk after that phone call? No, I didn't. But what I did is I ordered some... I ordered a case of really nice wine, <laughs> which has arrived at the house. Which, to be fair, is more dangerous for my wife than me. So I need to... She's actually told me to lock it up. <laughs> she's, t- she's told me to lock it in the basement and not tell her where the key is. So, so that's going well. Yeah, she's asking you not to be her... <laughs> Enabler, essentially. Yeah, just yeah, just lock it up. Yeah, I said I'll leave it round the neighbour's house. She said no, keep it round the house. Obviously, <laughs> for when I change my mind. It, really, yeah, for when I change my mind. <laughs> um, but it's weird, that isn't it? It's just like 
want <laughs> semi-tough conversation. Yeah. And I've got to get loads of wine in. Yeah. I think I've just got to toughen up and get And I think normal. also that, you know, if we're, if we're honest with ourselves, we do think of alcohol as being necessary or useful in most situations. And that's probably a bad way of thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's rubbish. I think the main thing I noticed recently was I do think that you do feel our souls are at more risk the next day from alcohol than they would once have been. Yes. It's just, you're buying what yourself. What, you talk about, you talk about the hangover thing? Yeah, but the spiritual hangover. Yes. That lunchtime full of misery. Oh, yeah, it's awful. That thing it? of waking up the next day and wanting to phone everyone you know and apologise. It's that thing of waking up and then, you wake up and you immediately think, oh, this is okay. And then you remember that you're drunk and hung over. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that moment of realisation of like, yeah. oh, here we go again kind of thing. It does get harder as you get older, I think. Have you noticed a sorry, really good scene in the park? There's loads of people doing all kinds of things. Yeah. It's good. There's mums and old people and young people and people exercising. People working out. It's a good do. You feel so much better not being hungover. Yeah. You start to value it more, don't you? Yeah, that's the other thing. See, it's the worst of both worlds. I, I can work up an intense disapproval of drinking but I can't really relish life without it <laughs> so really I'm damned I'll, if I do I love waking up not long but also sometimes the truth of the matter is if you get to bed late after a long drive home get to bed about two in the morning wake up at half seven you feel hungover anyway yeah that's right absolutely so it's just like a natural and also, hangover yeah, Julia said that the, the, that if you were uh, when you're not drinking, you get better quality sleep. And that's Much true. Better, yeah. But it means when you wake up, it's so hard. It's harder, yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping so You're really nicely. groggy, yeah. yeah. What a nightmare it is to be us. <laughs> with our cases of wine. <laughs> shall I or shall I not Deal have a with. martini? Yeah. So martini fat. Monday. I put on a pound. No. No. <coughs> Lock up the wine. Don't tell me where the key is. Just tearing the house apart looking for the key. Listen, I've met Paul's wife and his impression of her is eerily accurate. <laughs> the electrician wants that thing where the... Uh, I need to go to the toilet. Yeah, let's go this way. It's quicker. Where the, uh, the only reason for her to go in the basement would be if one of the... Uh, you know when the electricity goes around the house and you've got to go around and put the... What's the switch that you put on? I'll be a senior moment. The flick switch or whatever. Fuse. Yeah. Yeah. And you got so that's in the basement. Yeah. So she'll be just faking problems with the electricity now. <laughs> the flip switch is gone. Where's the key? I'm not telling you. As you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Live in darkness. <laughs> so we're in Finsley Park by the lake. I can hear a train. Revving up to head north, there's a raven sitting on the fence. I'm and almost tempted to see whether you fancy extending this run beyond six, but I'm just going to put that out there. You, you don't have to. I was in my sick Because you are coming from back It's from Friday, and I, was, I, was, I couldn't get out of bed on Tuesday or Wednesday, so let's not... Yeah, that's fair. I can do this thing. Right, we're going to go into the loo now. Um, Steve, try and keep the... Whatever you put on to cover this... Uh, Try and keep it, uh, keep it positive, keep it nice. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, yeah, Finsley Park. Um, watched a couple of good films this week with the family. What have you been watching? Watched Groundhog Day. That's, we one, were of looking the, that's for, one of the best films, isn't it? Yeah, we were looking for snowy films that aren't Christmas films. Right. Because you were saying this cold weather is pretty serious, isn't it? It has been thus far, but today's quite quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, what yeah. What about... Uh, I know it's not a massive snowy film, but there is the snowy bits in it. <laughs> in? Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's... it's n- Frost. I'm not sure I'm ready to show that film to the children yet. Really? Okay. I don't know how... What, what, we, it's, it's not rude, is it? It's, I mean, it's not adult. No. I saw the adult cereals in the supermarket the other day. I was thinking, what are they going to be? <laughs> it, was, it was not quite what I expected. We're just going along the edge of the railway, gently down the hill in Finchley Park... And, uh, yeah, we did uh, Planes, Chains and Automobiles. Which is lovely. Yeah, great film. Yeah, although... Yeah, so they, they really enjoyed Grand Auto. They've seen that before. Yeah. Bill Murray is amazing. It's a really good film all around, isn't it? It's, it's high fantastic. concept. It's amazing, yeah. It's touching. It's really excellently... It can so easily lose you by being too silly or too repetitive, and they just pitch it exactly right. It's just lovely exploration of an idea, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, and then, yeah, Planes, Chains and Automobiles, I thought they would love, but my... Uh, aforementioned daughter you know she's not as flighty as I'm making a sound right she was ill as well but she just couldn't stand playing straight automobiles <laughs> so why can't he just get home ah! first <laughs> the crab the point. first <laughs> the crab now this <laughs> that's the point John Candy was the same age I am now when he died him, what a great performance he was great so good I think that probably, was his... one of the best films Steve Martin's ever made, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I used to resent Steve Martin for stopping making out-and-out silly films. But looking back at it now, his more naturalistic, family-oriented films around that time are really strong. I really like right? them, yeah. Parenthood, although Parenthood. we haven't all seen Parenthood it, uh, under the influence of psychedelic substances. No. That 12 minutes of parenthood seared in my mind. <laughs> I don't think that 12 minutes is in parenthood. <laughs> but I'm sure that was part of the reason why that accelerated me wanting to have kids. Yeah, yeah. Seeing Steve Martin's face in parenthood watching his wife, I think having a child. <laughs> yeah, see, that's not in it. <laughs> and, uh, probably not in it. Or him looking at a child, whatever. <laughs> the fact is, I was under severe influence of hallucinogenics. <laughs> Time was fractured, and that 12-minute sequence seemed to last about three hours. <laughs> I found it incredibly moving. Now we're about to get beaten up. Now we're okay. A little bit harsh, your description of that situation. I'm actually running, running too quick for them to get off. Just a bunch of young guys, Paul. It's a little bit... Smoking weed. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. In well warm clothes. <laughs> Do you not get the smell of drugs off? No. I did. My nose is full of mucus. So, well, that was, uh, so Parenthood's a great movie. Yeah. He's got a lovely big old face, hasn't he, Steve Martin? Yeah. Very expressive. That's right. It was quite shocking for my children. We did warn them about the uh, sequence in... Uh, I don't know if you remember in Planes, Trains and Automobiles. There's one minute of swearing. Right. There's no other... F-bombs anywhere else in the script. Yeah. Within the one minute when he loses his temper at the car hire place at the airport. Right, yes, he, he loses it a bit. Yeah. He drops 18. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. How did they react to that one? Well, we warned them, but they right. were still pretty shocked. Think- it's difficult for them because they've got to carry on pretending to us that they don't hear those words at school every day. The F-bomb. Yeah. See, it's moments like when you say that you don't know whether your kids are ready for Dumb and Dumber that I realise how different our parental things were in terms of movies 
Which is great. Yeah. Which is great because Dumb and Dumber was like, they probably saw it when they were about eight. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not defending it. No, not at all. Like, I never saw it as a tricky movie to show them, but it is pretty <laughs> racy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just poo, really, Dumb and Dumber, isn't it? And you're, all, you're always more relaxed about that kind of thing than me. Well, no, it's more... There's loads of... Well, there's that scene, but that's, that's just funny, isn't it? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that at any age, is it? Well, we do tend to watch bit. these films over dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, yeah. <coughs> Very funny film, isn't it? Dumb and Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know. I, don't, I'm, I, mean, I, think you, I think the way... I don't love it. It's funny. Yeah. It's just that one noteness, you know? It's a bit like... There's Bad Santa 2 is coming out, right? Yeah, I'm not... Uh, yeah, Everyone loves Bad Santa. I, I, didn't like, I didn't like Bad Santa. It's so... says it's going to be this, and then it is. You know, like a bit of nuance. And the, don't get me wrong, I love... I'm not saying I don't love... Uh, Elf. Die Hard. Elf's lovely, yeah. You know what I mean? But these they're three-dimensional films. Dumb and Dumber is hilarious in places. Yeah. But... I just... I want to be surprised... And you know, by more than just jokes, you know, I want to be to surprised by where a story goes. To me, the fact that it's hilarious in places is enough. Yeah, because that's so rare. But even that, I don't film. know. I think in comedy, I want to be surprised. Like Wayne's World Two, is not nearly as consistent as Dumb and Dumber. But the funny bits are so kind of, oh my goodness, what the hell's happening now? That for, if I wanted to cure its egg, I'd watch that. It's pure performance, dumb and dumber, though, isn't it? Yeah. Pure comedic set pieces. But again, I like it more when Jim Carrey's doing that with a... I prefer the mask. It's like the mask. Yeah, see, the mask for me was a bit too stylized. Yeah. It's different tastes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And also, Lloyd Bridges was great. Is it Lloyd Bridges? No, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. He was, yeah, I, think, I thought he was great in dumb and dumber. Yeah, yeah he's love, very good. I love seeing him just playing something I think so my favourite bit in the whole film... Is when he's Frost. trying to get the girl's phone number and his legs are on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me the goddamn number. <laughs> five, 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 five. <laughs> but ultimately, it's that poo poo bum bum wee wee thing. I do think you know we do in our in our work. No, but it, there are some comedians who do that, aren't there? And it's like, yeah, no, it poo and all that. wee and all Because you've just said your favourite thing's the number thing. Then you've got the licking the frost thing. Then you've got the thing at the... Uh, the way he can't handle her is good as well. He keeps punching. The romance is great. There's loads of good What's stuff. the soup of the day? It's, it's the soup du jour. It's the soup of the day. Sounds delicious. When they earn loads of money in the <coughs> There's loads of fun bits. Yeah, but how much of the running time would you lose if you took out all the snot and poo and wee jokes? I think about 50%. I think it's a virus film. Hilarious. My kids loved it. I'll show it to my kids. No, 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 show we'll it laugh to all the way and through. <laughs> and then I'll come back and revise my review. But, um, yeah. Classic film club, see. Yeah. You've shown films on Wednesdays since, right. since Bake Off finished. Um, since Bake Off finished, finished. Yes, that's, that's right. It? Um, so, I was doing the... Uh, Cutting edge, the topical comedy at the comedy store. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's the news of the week? This was the Tuesday after the end of the Bake Off. Right. And uh, I was saying, Bake Off. And everyone's going, no, no, proper news. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, Bake Off. Serious. <laughs> yeah. Post alternative comedy comedians going, no, the serious news. It's like, guys, this is the the Bake Off is, ab- is about as news as you can get. Yeah. A quarter of the people in Britain. Watch the final. Yes. And yep. that's before you even get to the fact that it's off the BBC and blah, 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 and this and that. You can't it's see it. Yeah. Right. It doesn't go anywhere. Okay. I've fallen for that before. Oh, have you? Have you? Yeah. Okay, so we're just coming out past the uh, Gillespie Road Ecological Park and we're going past Arsenal. The Arsenal. And that's who you support, yeah, isn't it? Arsenal Football Club. That's right, isn't it? No. They're your favourite team. <laughs> Do you follow soccer? I love a bit of football. (laughs) Sport United, my son's a big Spurs fan. So he's not so keen on the Arsenal, but yeah. I don't take it that seriously, but I love it. I did live uh, before Arsenal moved here. Yeah. I'd lived not very far from here and I lived even closer to the old uh, Highbury Field. Not Highbury Field, anyway. Highbury. And uh, it was funny the way after a game when they'd all come walking past our house. You couldn't tell from the faces of the fans whether they, whether they won or lost. Yeah. 
I think that's probably true of a lot of football teams, but it seems to catch the spirit of Arsenal. Yeah, they can be a bit moany, but that's the thing that you end up not really going to, going to the football because it just takes up too much of your day. Yeah. I think by the end of a game, you just want to get home. You think, what have I actually been doing here? Yeah, yeah. The blessing and the curse of Arsenal, I always understood, is that they're dull, reliable and solid. They were dull, they're not, no longer. Right. Get us in the sunshine running. <laughs> Feeling good. You know when I get a picture of Sonny, you don't have to pretend you're running. You know, Feeling so. good. <laughs> Looking good, Lewis. That's another Christmas yeah. film. Yeah. i tell you which snowy, non-Christmas film the kids didn't enjoy. Yeah. Fargo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a rough, rough movie. I think I went a bit far showing it yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. So, <coughs> we're going to get to Hybrid Field soon. And I've got Senior a plan. Park run. Exactly. And I've got a plan that I want to uh, share with you. But on, the last time I shared a plan with you, it just immediately went out the window, you know, so... I'm what, worried what that my subconscious that? is what the one of being healthy in November. Oh, all right, okay. You know, my body went, yeah, yeah, and got ill immediately. So, so if my subconscious and physiology would cover their ears, let me tell you this. Once I'm over this cold and in the run-up to the end of the year, I'm going to do the park run every Saturday for, well, for at least three Saturdays. That's great. Just to warm back into, like we were saying, a bit of pace and speed and I think you should, yeah. I mean, short runs until January. I'll try and do that. I think that's a great plan. I'll try and do the park run. I'm going to throw something out here that might mess with your plan whilst keeping to the plan. Whoa! Stop. Thank you. I, uh, I try and do the park run whenever I can, if, I, if uh, gig, gig permitting. Yeah. But um, just as a training run, isn't it, more than anything? Yeah. yeah. But I think that we could maybe branch out to Hackney for the park run. Hackney Marshes Park run. It looks quicker. Yeah, I'd like to get if out there. Just for a bit of change, just well, to mix and match it a bit. When I said about doing the park run every week, I'm actually going to be on a little park run tour because uh, I'll be in... Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, I'll be in Bath. Yeah. I don't know where the nearest park run there is. Yeah. The first Saturday of December. Yeah. I'll be in uh, Manchester. South like South... Uh, Manchester Park Run. Pretty quick. On the second one, what's that, like something like the 9th, 10th? And then a week after that, I'm in Birmingham. Cannon Hill Park Run. Again, that seems like a quick one as well. Yeah, they're lovely, those ones. Right, I've never done that one. Just to recap, by the way, if you're out there in those places, come and say hello, let's go up this alley. This is the alley that's really narrow, like the one in Mombasa, in uh, Inception, that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio gets stuck in. There's someone coming the other way. Oh, I up. Watch out for each other, runners. I always find that really stressful. I think we talked about this before. Do you remember the, the opening titles to Record Breakers? And Roy Castle was stuck in a narrow corridor with a fat bloke. Right. I think oh, I do remember it. Yeah, I still yeah. have nightmares about that. He was a real clomper, wasn't he? Yeah. He had a clomping style. Yeah. His feet just kind of went trump, trump, trump. Oh, you weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> he met... Uh, did you see those pictures of him meeting Obama? Yeah, I did. But that was a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he looked suddenly like he's realised what he's taken on Trump. Yeah, someone did a comedy tweet saying... Uh, did they say, yeah, what about that thing where you said I wasn't born here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also, the... Tweet went round about somebody went for a run or a walk and in the woods and bumped, bumped into Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Leave me alone." But she didn't. She was nice. Just having on a, a walk to forget about it. Um, that's uh, uh, the house in Fordings and funeral. So we did a gig last night immediately post Trump, didn't we? We did. It was de- quite a decent atmosphere, actually. Trump was dealt with, but not massively. You felt people didn't want to talk about it too much. No, as is often... a few the, comments about it. This is often the case in comedy. I think that the, the fundamental crossfade in comedy is when there's big news, you think, oh, it's what everyone's thinking about. It's the same as social networks. Oh, it's what everyone's thinking about. And then when you go out 
Everyone's just thinking about their day like in their lives. Things, yeah, they want, they want it to be dealt with, but not I think even fixating people, on. Even people who are really caught up in it, they still ultimately feel some relief that the world carries on turning. Yes. That you're still going to go prepare meals for your life. kids yeah, and yeah. get through the day. And so far, nothing's kind of collapsed or ended. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, people did... There was some addressing it in the gig, but not much, wasn't there? It's, it's that kind of thing with comedy. You have to kind of show that you you've know You've got to show willing, yeah. You've got to show you're in the world, yeah. That's right, and that's the widest thing with comedy, actually. It doesn't really matter about the news. I just think if they get the idea that you're not engaged re- with them, that the audience get a sense that you're not there in the room thinking, this is this date and I'm here to entertain you, they quite rightly disapprove. Yeah, you definitely can't come on and do, start doing bush jokes. Look That's at gone. this. Yeah, they, they don't work at all. Look all at this path. Should we go across there? You run. I'm going to get you. Look at that. That's, That's perfect. Beautiful. There he goes. Highbury Field. Recommended. Arms in. No camp arms. Come on. <laughs> Not that I disapprove of camp arms per se. Nice. I've got um, this video in my uh, running song of me running up here with a flying V guitar on. Yes, yeah, yeah. Great days. So this is the scene of uh, our power crunch. Yeah, which you want to betray. No, no, to I want to keep it as part of the roster of runs. I'm just intrigued by the possibility of something a bit swifter. Because the, the lap thing here, yeah, yeah. Does, I know it does your head. It does oh, my head in a little bit. Yeah. Five laps. It's a bit bit lappy-lappy, isn't it? Absolutely. I don't mind two laps. And I quite like a slightly messed with two laps to make it fit. Yeah. But the people here are lovely, actually. Yeah, yeah. friendly. Oh, it's a good scene. They're friendly everywhere, aren't they? That's right. Every park runs amazing, isn't it? I think for me, I I haven't done a park run I haven't loved. But they are... It's been a job of work admitting to myself that being at the start line... Quarter past nine at what five to nine on a Saturday morning is a tough appointment to make. He can be. Yeah. I have enough trouble running out of five to nine when I got up at seven and took the kids to school. You know, I mean, I'm still kind of not ready for it. But when the uh, but then the flip side of that is by half past nine, you've got a fast run under your belt and you feel great. Yeah, and you can go back to bed. Yeah, <laughs> just it's all done and dusted. It feels lovely. Yeah, it's true. So, Bath first weekend in December. Manchester, second weekend. Birmingham, third weekend. And we'll get to Hackney before or after that. That'll be nice, yeah. Let's do it. And come back here. It's that thing of trying to maintain some fitness through Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. That's Always right. tricky, but... It's funny how running does change your Christmas a little bit, doesn't it? Yes. As opposed to the absolute slob fest. Yeah, yeah. To slob fest with the occasional run. I remember. Oh, you're just eating less, yeah. yeah. That's right. You, you, it does, it sort of draws the circle around it. Oh, I'm going to have a lovely big meal today, but I won't go too crazy, and my next run is in yeah, yeah. 36 hours. You know, it's a good way of thinking about things, really. I am a cider drinker. I am a cider drinker. I, uh, me and, before we had kids, me and Julia came here and had lunch, like a winter picnic on Christmas Day. Nice idea. We're up on a bench just up here nice on the right. romantic. And this woman came running past us. It must have been, you know, two o'clock on Christmas Day. Woman out for a run. And from here, I don't think, I think I'd go, oh, nice one. Maybe she got shoes for Christmas or whatever. But at that point, we were going, he's up. Yeah. Where the hell are you playing at? Lunacy. It's Christmas. This guy, though. That's great. Yeah. That's dancing. She's having a right laugh. Absolutely. She, we totally approve. She's having a right laugh. Yeah. She's doing like dance aerobics on her own with headphones on on Highbury Field. And a dance vibe. I'm not taking a mic out of that. That seems great. I said go for it. Dance in the sunshine. It's quite nice having the odd having a run on Christmas Day. I used to do it. So it just gets. I it, bet you did. It gives you that space though, doesn't it? Yeah. To get out, you know. Yeah. But it is easy to imagine just someone thinking, what? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, of course. If you ever want to get into that insight of the people 
you know, the audiences, for example, seem to be made up of who, when you say, ever been for a run, they're like, just a, that's a bench, by the way, that's the bench I was talking about, just taking a picture of that. Um, isn't it lovely? It's really good here at Christmas, because the houses are so posh, sparkly, sparkly yeah. stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, when you meet people in the audience, and you say, so, uh, do you run? And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that Christmas Day feeling is a good way of empathising with that perspective. I think also there's a shift right across the culture that people people are actually a lot fitter than they used to be. Like, loads and more people are members of gym than they ever used to be. Yeah. And generally, people think there are just many, many more people thinking. I should do regular exercise. Well, there's, and there's a lot more movements to get get sober and get fit during months like November or yeah, Stoptober yeah. or July, January. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, every month now is a kind of yeah, yeah. Let's not booze. I don't approve of people getting sponsored to not drink. No, I don't. I think it's I think crazy. that's a bad sign. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a sign of a culture that assumes we're all alcoholics. It's like I'm a hero because yeah. I haven't had a drink. For exactly. That's not a healthy way to think about yourself no. as a culture. I've been to Chatham. Sorry, Chatham. Having said that, I'm out of drink for a few days. Yeah, well done. Can I, I, have, have, have we got a badge? I'll just give you a tenner. Some kind of plaque. Yeah. And it's that thing of why should we... I don't know. Don't get me started on the on the ridiculous yeah. sponsorship thing. <coughs> well, it's ultimately in the wider scheme of things. People do need to be careful to take a look at themselves, don't they? You know, it's, it's easy and almost reasonable to to lead a narcissistic life, a life centred on the self. You've just got to keep an eye on it, you know? Well, especially with the social media things. Yeah, that's right. And also, to be fair, for some people, it's a start of actually getting fit and changing, isn't it? Yeah. Some people need a kickstart. Oh, they? yeah. Anything for charity is good. Yeah. Um, anything that makes you make the decision, that's right. I mean, I think in terms of health and fitness... You know, anything, one, anything that makes you flick the switch and make the change. Make that change. And two, anything that gives you a plan, you know? Yeah. I mean... Those parked to 5K, sofa to 5K things, they obviously really work, don't they? Absolutely. I've chatted to so many people who've done that. The other day the kids were saying, what's going on with the Stone Age diet, the paleo diet? Yeah. I don't know how with that. I don't think we need to de-evolve back past cooking. That just doesn't make any sense no, to me. No, no. But equally, I wouldn't say that it's any better or worse than any choices I make or you make. I just think that if you want to, that you should make decisions about what you eat. Yeah. And if making some kind of broad strokes decision is the way you do that, then that's it. You know, the key thing not to do is to live a completely unexamined life. With regard to food, and just keep putting it in without even thinking about it. You know? But by the same token, for me, it's not healthy to micromanage everything too much. No, no, it's a balancing. I did. I actually did the paleo. You have got to live life. I did the paleo for a few weeks, and I'll, you do lose a lot of weight. But it's whether it's sustainable, isn't it? It's just That's once right. you stop eating carbs and bread. I mean, pasta and bread. Yeah, you're you just you're gonna lose weight. Yeah. yeah. I watched uh, Train Spotting the other day. Such yeah. a good film. Yeah, and uh, film, yeah. you and McGregor to be in that. And you know, don't try this at home, kids. But he uh, lost two stone by cutting out carbs and stopping drinking. Right. So, yeah. you know, but it was managed. He'd have someone telling him what to eat and stuff. But like you say, I mean, if you get to the point where you're getting specific ingredients and additions and supplements arriving in the post, and you've got to, you know, there's a website telling you what you're having for dinner. For me, I can't relate to that. You've got to be able to get on with your day, you know. I mean... You've got to have a blowout every now and again. Oh, we've got to, you know, address the fact that I'm currently vegan, but I don't... I really don't like it to be a big deal. You know, I'm not bothered. I don't mind eating chips, you know what I mean? Chips are great. Yeah. Um, I or whatever. The night after training, I went straight around the chip shop. <laughs> it was fantastic. When I was little... The chip butty. When I was a... Same age as my kids are now. I was really into swimming. Yeah. I was good at it as well. I, uh, basically, when I was <coughs> five, I had this operation that meant I couldn't go swimming for a year. 
Oh, yeah. So when I was six, when I went back to swimming, we overcompensated. There's like swimming lessons and swimming club. Swimming, and, swimming. And by the time I was eight or nine, they were offering me a place on the Barra squad. And, wow. You know, somewhere either from a very perspicacious sense of my personality or a sense of what she could be bothered with. My mum said, no, we're not going to. Right. You don't want to go to training three, four mornings a week before school, you know. Anyway, so I loved the swimming. You used to go to swimming, advanced swimming, survival, sub-aqua. Right. I was in the pool three, four nights a week. Are you telling me you, you were off floats at this stage? Well, nearly. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, what was your favourite stroke, by the way? Uh, breaststroke. Right. In fact, I'm going on about it like I was brilliant. I was never very good at front crawl. Right. Which is what everyone does. But I did. But breaststroke was what I swam for the school and what they wanted cool. to the squad for. And I'm so terrible at it now. I swim like my nan. But anyway, it was a good swimmer. But, you know, she swam like an old lady. Virtually upright. Head. Did you head, hear that gate? Head constantly before. God, that was like in a film when they put the sound through the ears of the people at the UN and they die. Let's run at the middle of the road. Look at this now. We've gotten to Petherton Road. Um, oh, that car's going that way. I stopped. Here's Paul next to the wonderful autumnal. It's more winter now, isn't it? Beautiful, yeah. Let's run up the middle. It might be it's a bit slippery, but it'll be nice. So, yeah, so going to the swimming pool these times, you think, oh, fitness here, yeah, good stuff. I used to think, say, oh, I'll swim a mile for the lark of it, you know. Yeah. Long before I had a real fitness, commitment so. to go out for a run or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but do you know what spoiled it all? Crisps afterwards. Hot chips. Chocolate. It was opposite chips. the chip shop. Was it right? Two battered sausages last right. chips. <laughs> Pretty much every time. <laughs> Fun, though. Oh, yeah. Fun. With a fish cake, please, on the side. We used to have just chips and scraps. <laughs> chips and scraps. Yeah, see, I, I wasn't in the north. You're not yeah, allowed that kind of thing like outside, like outside the north. Chips and scraps, scraps to the cat. Yeah. <laughs> and sawdust. And a pound of salt. <laughs> In a balm cake. Yeah. What they is a balm cake? I don't know. <laughs> Scraps of batter without anything in it. Right? Yeah, just pure batter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just poured on top. Yeah, it's basically Healthy. fat with a bit of flour. Pure fat, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing where when you've been eating it, it feels like someone's been rubbing oil around your mouth. Didn't do me any. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot to be said for chips. I do love them, I must say. I very rarely have them, but I've kind of recently rediscovered them. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you get the old oven chips in the big bag. Yeah. And the plain ones, you know, they're very simple in terms of their ingredients. You get the crinkle cut ones. Right. And you serve up a meal for the kids of like sausage chips and beans or, you know, something in breadcrumbs and peas and oven chips. And it's a real... Nostalgia to the thing. They love it, yeah. Yeah, you kind of want to put... Jim will fix it on the TV and... Alphabetty spaghetti. <laughs> Stick Gary Glitter on the stereo. Of <laughs> <laughs> course, <laughs> when I was having that kind of dinner... Dinner, I'm talking about the food now. We'd also have had that with a couple of slices of bread and butter. Yes. Bread and butter always. Although... I still have them. Yeah. For mopping and butties and etc. <laughs> Every meal would end... Yeah, definitely. ...with a big, thick slice of bread in the gravy. He still does now. It's, it's does fantastic. It? How yeah, do you yeah. do that? Yeah. It's all this running, isn't it? We do all the mopping. Well, the temptation... It's just, sorry. Whoop, whoop. Just run over yeah, an old bloke coming out of the <laughs> He's been betting. Take him down. <laughs> hey, let's finish with an actually, actually going through new Green since it's so nice. Jamie Oliver going he's back doing to his it, little he's house. Yeah, Cheers, good man. Bro. Thank you. Thank you. Mind you, if he's waving, saying "Get on with it," I was that. You know, let he us go. He accelerated to stop. Yeah, he? yeah, and then like, said, "Get on, get on the road." You're either letting us cross or you're not. You're not doing it on your terms. So this is a look at Newington Green, the sunshine. Look at the Unitarian Church. Gorgeous. Nice. Look at that. I got a postcard of this somewhere. You see those terrace houses there. Yeah. Where we just crossed by. Those are the oldest terraced houses in London. They're, they're beautiful. That, uh, that 58. You see the restaurants are 56. 56. We yeah. used to go there all the time when we lived around. I've never been there because I wouldn't understand it because I've never been to the first 55. Yeah. It's hard to relate to unless you have. 
it's lovely. And there's a mild mic club. Yep. Stuart Lee records all his rantings. Uh, uh, comedy programs. Yeah. Yep. I met uh, Nick Moran coming out there. Did I tell you that? No. What, recently? Yeah. He was, uh, hey, he'd been uh, interviewing uh, criminals, you know. All right. Uh, Danny, I'm uh, mate. I think he'd done a... Uh, Documentary about the guy, bad boys, the fighter who was in there, lot stuck in two smoking barrels. What McLean was it? Yeah, big old bloke who played yes, the doorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah McLean. Lenny, Lenny, is it Lenny? Lenny McLean? Yeah, yeah. He made a documentary about it. He was in there. He was lovely <laughs> bloke, lovely, refreshingly teacher. honest about how scary all those blokes were. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, nice guy. It's a bit tasty. Yeah. Oh, nice guy. So, but a bit tasty. Just violent. Yeah, yeah. criminals. Ha ha. Let's not glorify it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the most enjoyable run I've had in ages, mate. What is that? I just felt really loose and fun and really enjoyed it. You said that's the most enjoyable run I've ever... I've had in ages. Oh, I thought you said I've ever had. No, no, no. I thought you slightly let's overstated keep, that. Let's keep it in perspective. Only slightly. Like just stop in this patch of sunshine, because more and more on this... You know, I've got a lovely house, but this street, you know, it's, it's hard to get nice angles on it. Let's go... Now, we are still after your idiosyncratic marathon tip. There's a few coming in, which is nice. More the merrier. Running commentary Facebook. Tell us about tips running marathon. Yeah. Things, things that you've found out beyond books. Isn't yes, it? That's what yeah, exactly. For. Off books. You can, we can all find out the stuff you're supposed to do. Remember yeah. the action marathon Go for magazine. a long run three weeks before. We know this. <laughs> yes, We yeah. know this. Yeah. No, and not just London. You might not have got into London. You might have run the marathon in the past. And also, it's early days, so early on, you know, how, what do you do when you're training in the winter? What do you do about that? So just let us know, and we're going to have a good discussion of that next week. Find us. Find the pictures of this and all the runs on Running Commentary on Facebook, Run Compod on Twitter, and Running Commentary on Instagram. And uh, um, Good luck with it. Yeah. We Enjoy love it. You. Enjoy it. Farewell. Oh, wait. I'm going to tell you how far we went and how oh, fast we went. Not yeah, we I think we were slow, actually, but it felt nice. Oh, you definitely slow. I'm still not completely fit, but that is okay. Well, let's have the full report. You'll be keen to hear it. We ran for one hour and five minutes and ran six and a half miles. Okay, cool. So that's about ten and a half minute mile pace. Farewell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talking, son, and